Yo, what's going on, high performers? Welcome to the Fitness Outsource Podcast. This is episode 10, and I'm sitting here with Brandon and I again. And uh, today we're talking about sleep and sleep hygiene. And we're just going to go into like stories about what we found with sleep because I used to be the shittiest sleeper ever, and I used to think that I could function off four hours of sleep. And I think Brandon was the same way. You exactly to- the same. I was a sleep when I'm dead kind of guy. Sleep when I'm dead. Yeah. And then you're just dead when you're not sleeping. Dead when I'm awake. (laughs) Yeah. Dead when I'm awake. Yeah. Kind of guy. So that's what we're talking about today. Welcome to the podcast. Roll the intro. A little story about me and sleep. I used to sleep for four hours per day and I used to tell people that I'm like completely functional off four hours per day. And I even had a client that told me to like read that book why we sleep or whatever by matthew and i was Walker. like i don't read that book dude i sleep like four hours per day and i feel great I feel great all the time i work out all the time and he's like no man you're not and like you should really read this book and he gave me the book and i never read it it felt so stupid i could have saved like years of my life if i actually read that book the only thing is i've read that book but every time i read that book i fall asleep <laughs> so you actually finished reading the book I, it's hard. It takes many tries because I fall asleep every time I read about sleep. But it's a great read if anyone hasn't read it. So what's his name? Matthew Walker? Matthew Walker. Yeah, Matthew Walker, Why We Sleep, if you want to read it. But I think inside the book, he mentions that he wants you falling asleep reading the book. It's like in like the introduction, he's like, I usually authors would be very offended if you fell asleep to their material. And this is how I imagine he talks. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how he talks, He's like right? lulling you to sleep in the introduction. But I would be very honored if you fell asleep in my book. <laughs> Dude, I could totally meet the... I want to meet this guy. Oh, no, I've, I think I've You've seen podcasts. Podcast yeah, sure. he's like a normal guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I want, does he look tired? I can't remember. No, no. He looks pretty rested. <laughs> he looks pretty rested? He looks pretty rested. All right, then I trust him. Yeah. That's how that's my litmus test on people. It's like all health people. It's like, do you actually look healthy? That's true. Because if you don't look healthy, then I don't give a fuck. Right, right. I mean, we were just talking about this, like people who like preach certain diets, but they don't like fully follow the diet. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, the thing is with me and Brandon, all the shit that we teach our clients, we do everything, yeah. everything that we're telling you to do right now, we do it. And people think we're crazy for it. And we, <laughs> we kind of are. Yeah. But back to sleep. Um, like Yashko, I used to be one of these guys who thought I could get by on like I six six hours was like the magic number for me, especially going through university. I was like six hours I can do anything. Uh, I found that like as I was studying for exams, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna like pull an all nighter to do this, and I became so ineffective for that next day's exam by pulling that all nighter. But what I actually found was when I actually started to get really good sleep and focus on the quality of my sleep, like my grades improved, my work improved. I even related it back to jujitsu. Like there would be many times where I'd be training, I'd be drilling a certain technique and I just couldn't get it. But the moment I went and I slept on it, the next day I came back and it felt much more automatic. And um, I think there's a huge component to sleeping and learning and performing the next day. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is recovery. It's where you recover. And I feel like my body feels the best and the most injury free when I'm sleeping. But like that, like you said, like it's, it's for me, it's mostly the mind related stuff. Like I'm sharper, I'm less agitated. Like there's so many things. Like I'm a better person when I'm sleeping well to everyone around me and to myself and like less depressed, less anxious. Like it's, it's insane how much sleep helps you. Like 
if you're if you're not sleeping like seven eight hours per day like a minimum of seven hours per day you are leaving so much on the table so much on the table yeah it's you're you're losing your potential right and just bring it back to recovery i mean in the i've always been someone who've worked out in the gym and taking relatively good care of my nutrition not as good as i do now but once i've nailed my nutrition and my sleep I've gone from a person who's had a, always had a really hard time keeping weight on to someone who can really start to build muscle mass. And I think it is because of that recovery. So one thing that a lot of people know if you've been to Kraken training, you know that we're all kind of sleep nerds. We all have these aura rings. And for those who don't know, aura is probably the best uh, commercial sleep tracker out there. So it's a ring that goes on your finger and it tracks all your sleep metrics like it'll tell you how long you're in bed how long you're asleep for how long you're in certain sleep cycles so everyone at Kraken fitness including our clients have become pretty big sleep nerds like we always come by we like compare all of our scores yeah like when we come into the gym it's like what's your score what was your score yeah. oh i got 67 yeah, yeah you I suck all-time high <laughs> yeah 92 <laughs> went to bed at 7 p.m yeah and a lot of people they'll say like something like Oh, how do you know your score's not just telling you like like uh, making you feel that way? Like let's say if you got like a 67 like super low score and you're like like maybe just you reading that score. But the thing is though, even when I wake up and I forget like cuz usually I'll I'll wake up and forget to read my score when I have a shitty sleep and then I'll read it later and be like, "Oh yeah, it's 67 confirmed." Yeah. I know? think that's one really good tip that you can give people with any kind of sleep tracker. It doesn't have to be Aura. Like some people, Fitbit tracks our sleep as well, is to when you first get one of these sleep trackers is to take a subjective note in earlier in the day or maybe like diary log yourself early in the day. Like, how did I feel like I slept the last night? Rate yourself. Give yourself a score. Yeah, exactly. Give yourself a score. And then like you did, like check your score towards the end of the day. Uh, because there's some days where I would be lying to you if I woke up and I'm like, I feel pretty good. And I looked at my score. And I was like, 67. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, the, the, yeah. everything starts going downhill. I start giving myself an excuse towards the afternoon of why I'm feeling tired. Yeah, I think the, those some of those days are wake-up calls, but those are also some days, like, I don't take it too seriously when those happen, when you get, like, a super low score, but you're feeling good. Um, but also, I look at those like, oh, thank God, like, I've gotten sleep, like, really good sleep in the past, because, like, if I got a 67 um, and I had a shitty sleep for the entire week, then I'd feel even worse today. Yeah. But I don't, and it's because, like, I I've I felt good the entire week and like 167 is nothing right and then you the next day you get back on the horse and you're you're fine again so that being said like what are the things that you like to do to ensure that you have a good sleep well okay number one for me like i find my nightly routine is literally the most important thing and my night, nightly routine starts one hour before i go to bed which means that like my phone is off i'm no more blue screens um, no screens at all, like zero screens. We don't have a TV in our bedroom or anything, nothing crazy like that. And we just lay in the bed and we just either talk or we read like me and my wife, we just talk or read or just hang out with the kids until they go to bed. That that's it, like nothing. And also make sure the lights are really dim. Um, but what I'm trying to do is just calm my nervous system down. Yeah. I don't want to be thinking about anything. I don't want to do anything. I want my, my, I want my eyes to relax. And then when it's time to go to bed, my eyes close and then like I feel my eyes are getting tired and then I, I close my eyes and I just pass the fuck out immediately. Right. Let's bring it back to light exposure because I think people 
really underplay the brightness of screens and how we're always surrounded by screens and how it can really ruin your sleep. And so I notice a very significant difference between the days that I'm like on my phone or my computer screen, like right up until the point till I go to bed. And I would say that's like 90% of people nowadays. Like you're in bed. That's the last thing you do before you go to bed is you're on your phone. And it's the first thing you do when you wake up. Yep. And like that blue light exposure just delays the onset and release of melatonin. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. You no melatonin release. And also, yeah, it just keeps your cortisol up. There's no chance to bring it's because here's the thing. Um, if you guys listen to the podcast with Drew, he says that basically as your as your cortisol goes down, your melatonin increases. And if your melatonin isn't increasing, then your cortisol isn't coming down. And if your cortisol isn't uh, coming down, then your melatonin isn't increasing. And so that's what you're doing. That's why you don't get good REM sleep. But I'll give you a cheat code because I found that if I take lion's mane, Drew Jameson, he recommended to take lion's mane before bed, or I think in general for stress, I started taking it before bed. And I found that like I can maintain high REM scores regardless of what I do. That's cheat codes. I don't know if it's actually true or if it's my ring just fucking up. But uh, that's essentially what happened to me. To start taking lion's mane, my REM sleeps fine. Like, like no matter what I do. One of the biggest things that affected my sleep was my caffeine intake. Oh, yeah. So Dude, 100%. Like, through, again, through university, it's like a time where you start to drink a ton of caffeine. And this happens while you're at work. And you just get in the habit of drinking caffeine. And how many people do you know? They say, Oh, I can have a coffee one hour before I go to bed and I could still fall asleep. Yeah. I would love to see those people's aura ring scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. for sure, like I can take a nap too, like on the couch after I've taken a caffeine or I've take drank in a cup of coffee. But you when you really peel back the layers, like you're not getting that good quality sleep. And what I realized from tracking my sleep is this goes beyond just pass a hour of our window time frame so what i started to do is i enacted a caffeine cutoff time because i know that caffeine has a half-life hour of six hours so i stopped drinking any kind of caffeine after 12 p.m and when i did that my sleep quality immensely got better okay so i just want to like talk about something with caffeine okay so a lot of people like okay when you think about what caffeine is you're taking a bean from like some kind of fruit or whatever yeah and then you're roasting it and then you're like grinding it up and then you're pouring hot water over it and then this concoction that you just created is causing your cortisol to spike like your body's reacting to this poison basically which is causing your cortisol to spike and it's causing uh your uh like an increase of caffeine inside your body which blocks the uh, adenosine receptors yeah and uh, amongst many other things like that affect your digestion and things. And so, yeah, caffeine like fucks you up basically. And then you're telling me that like you could just take this and then go to bed. Like, come on, it, it, even if it didn't affect your like, you don't want to take anything like that before you go to bed. Nothing even close to that. <laughs> like, You don't drugs. even want to eat before going to bed and you're taking caffeine before you go to bed. It's, it's, a, drug. People, it's a drug, but it's just it's a widely accepted drug that people just love. Yeah, and they will yeah. fight tooth and nail to be like hold on to their coffee because it's widely accepted that everyone loves coffee. Mm -hmm. But for those who don't, it, it's it's an upper drug. Like it hypes you up. Yeah. So why would you want to do that before you sleep or any time near when you want to go to sleep? Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. 
And it, you know what's crazy in the fitness industry? Like, it, caffeine is huge. Yeah, pre-workouts. Energy drinks, pre-workouts. Like, everything. And people take this shit at like 4 p.m. And yeah, they're, they're going right to bed at like 10. Workout. That's insane. And these, like, some of these uh, energy drinks and shit have like 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is basically like a venti. Yeah, which is another point is if they're using that before they work out at 4 p.m. and they have <laughs> to working out, after. they're working out too. So one thing that... Okay, so Yashko and I both do jujitsu, and unfortunately, our jujitsu classes are fairly late some days. Mm, so, oh. like Monday, Wednesday, the classes are at like eight p.m. So we're like fighting other people until nine p.m. when we should be in bed by nine thirty. Yeah. How do you think that sleep is that night, dude? That's why I stopped doing that because I just had to be honest with myself. Like, how many, how many days per week can you go? To, and get it like a 50 score on your freaking aura ring and you feel like shit the next day just because you're like fighting people at night. Right. Like it's a great sport. I love it. But I, I don't know if I want to subject myself to that. But this is just like exercise in general. So yeah, exercise in general. Yeah, exercise in general. If you're like exercising vigorously, right, you're activating your sympathetic nervous system, which is a lot of people know is their fight or flight. They're jacking up that cortisol. They're stressing their body out. I mean, it's a good stress, right? But still, you're stressing yourself out right before you're supposed to be calm and go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's so weird because me and you, we work so hard to, like, calm down before bed, bring down the stress, take it easy because, like, we have, we're super high energy guys. Like, we have jujitsu, we have working out, we have business, we have, like, training clients all day, we have to be high energy all day. And, like, we work so hard to bring it down. And then you have people who are trying, are, are doing the exact opposite. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. But so basically you have your nightly routine. That's the most important, bringing down that cortisol, lowering that caffeine intake and making sure that you don't exercise before, like, obviously you're trying to bring your, your nerves down. You're not trying to like increase your cortisol. Yeah. And then from there, I found personally that waking up at the same time every day is more important than going to bed at the same time. So like if I were to... Let's say as an example, I usually go to bed at 9 p.m. and I wake up at 5 a.m. That's eight hours of sleep. If I go to bed a little bit later at 10, if I wake up at 5, I still feel okay. But if I go to bed at 10 and I wake up at 6, my whole day feels a little bit off. Even though I got eight hours of sleep, my, my day feels a little bit off. And the more you, and more you like move that, those needles and you still get eight hours of sleep, let's say you go to bed at 12 and you wake up at 8 when you're used to waking, going, waking up at 5. Now you've really fucked up your day. You almost feel like your day is lost. You feel like all confused in your head and shit. And it's because you, you're you just a dumb animal. Like you're, you're, you messed up your circadian rhythm. Yeah. And how often do you see people do this on the weekend, right? Yeah. Like Monday to Friday, easy to keep that schedule, right? Because you have worked in the day. Most people work nine to five jobs. So they're going to wake up relatively close to their shift, enough time for them to get to work, et cetera. Go to sleep in time so they can wake up for work the next day. But when they get to the weekend... They're like, woohoo, like everything's gone now. I don't have to wake up early in the morning the next day. I can sleep in. So they stay up later and they sleep in till 10, 11, 12, even later than that sometimes. And so, like you said, even if they got the same amount of sleep, that quality of sleep is not as good because those time frames and circadian rhythm has been shifted so much or they're shifted outside of their normal circadian rhythm. What I just said earlier was like the dumb animal thing. I think that is a really easy way to think about your body and like calling yourself like a dumb ape, like so, so effective because if you look at yourself like a dumb ape, what what ends up happening is like 
you go Monday to Friday waking up at the exact same time. And then your body goes like, oh, okay, this is the time that we wake up. And then you go fr- uh, Saturday, Sunday, and then potentially Monday waking up later. And then your dumb ape brain goes like, oh, this is the time that we wake up now. Yeah. <laughs> and then it starts slowly adjusting to that time. And then it's like, oh, no, well, oh, we're changing times again. And I guess we're waking up at this time now. And then it's like daylight savings times every week, every five days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People complain about daylight savings time all the time. And then they, they do they it to do themselves, it themselves every all, five yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. When you when you say it out loud, it's so dumb. Yeah. But, but we all do it. We've all been there. Yeah. We've yeah, all totally. been there. Um, I know there's a lot of this. I'm going to I'm going to speak to a lot of people out here. Hot sleepers. This is one thing that is oh, yeah. plagued, plagued sleeping. Right. Because everyone's looking for the cool side of the pillow. Everyone's warm. They get waking up in the middle of the sleep because they're really hot. Um, but one of the best ways to get good quality sleep is to decrease your core body temperature. So, and, and how do you do that? What are your strategies? for? Okay. So number one, I'm in a cold room. That's number one, but I, I tend to like be sweaty, um, overnight sometimes not, not usually, but I tend to sweat, but I fixed that issue, um, by doing two things. One, I got a bed jet which basically just like blows air into your into your sheets it's, it's like an air conditioner thing ever for your comforter yeah the best way that you ever ever describe it, it's like oh it's like fresh sheets every day <laughs> yeah that's what it feels like it feels like fresh sheets every day and you don't sweat because there's just air going constantly at you um and then the second thing was the purple pillow because the purple pillow it's cool all the time and if you guys look this up it's like a it's like a pillow that it just it has holes all over it. yeah it's, it's like, like a weave of foam yeah magical purpleness i (laughs) i don't know how it works but it's amazing so they have uh they have both uh pillows but they also have mattresses as well so if you guys want to go nuts do the purple 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 mattress if you want to sponsor the podcast (laughs) yeah i'm willing to talk about you every day yeah no because the thing is though those those two things really did change my life like the the bed bed we use it every day and then also the the purple pillow we use that every day we both both my wife and i have a purple pillow yeah just thinking like everyone's complaining because we live in vancouver and we have like two months out of the year where it actually does get hot and you could tell like people are kind of like way more cranky the next day or they're everyone's talking about like hey did you get the ac unit at costco oh no they were all sold out because everyone's sleep is disturbed through those two months we're not used to that kind of heat but if you have some kind of mechanism to regulate the temperature in your room Trust me, your deep sleep cycles will thank me. So, you, do you have an AC inside your bedroom? I don't have an AC inside the bedroom, but we have like a unit within like the neck room next over. Okay, yeah. So we have uh, AC inside the bedroom as well, and uh, we'll use it. Like we already started using it. Yeah. Um, but we'll also use it like well before the summer starts, and then also well into the fall as well, just because we want to keep that room super cool. And what we don't leave it on the entire night. We just leave it on maybe like in the fall, we'll leave it on for like an hour or something just to kind of get the room ready. And then we'll, yeah. we'll, yeah. Just to help you kind of fall asleep. Yeah. Is there any, any other like tricks um, that you have? One thing that I find is make sure you're not drinking too much liquid before you go oh, to bed. Oh yeah. Cause everyone does this. They get up and they go pee and that's going to break up that sleep cycle. Um, so I would say at least an hour and a half to two hours outside of your bedtime, you don't need to guzzle a whole lot of water. Yeah. So you do one hour? One to one and a half hours. Okay. So for me, like 
I find that I have to do like three, four hours. Really? Yeah. So I'll have a, I'll have water with my dinner, which is usually three to four hours before bed. And then I cut it off after that. And I'll just drink water throughout the day. I don't need it. Yeah. I, I think people drink way too late. Right. And then that's the thing too. Okay. Well, there's one huge thing that we have talked about. Yeah. We should have talked about this at the beginning. Yeah. Alcohol. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> I think alcohol probably ruins the people's sleep the most and they don't realize like that one glass of wine, one beer every day, like that is fucking up your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you a story about how I realized that alcohol was fucking up my sleep. So again, I'm going to bring it back to Aura Ring because Aura Ring is basically the only way I could tell because I actually have data. And so the nice thing about the Aura Ring, it breaks up your sleep cycles. It tells you when you were laying in bed, how long you were in bed awake, how long you were in a light sleep cycle, deep sleep cycle, REM, etc. right? So every Wednesday, me and my friends, we would go to the pub and we would have, you know, one or two beers. And I was like, ah, I'm used to it. I drink all the time. I'll have like one or two beers. It's just like, it's just two, right? And so uh, it was the first week I got my aura ring. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to get my data after this. I mean, it's going to be a real good night of sleep because I feel really woozy. After those two beers, and I don't want to go to sleep. So you thought you were going to get a good sleep? I after thought I was going to get... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like the same thing when people smoke people weed that. or like when, yeah. they, when they drink, like they feel sedated. Yeah, yeah. So I went to sleep and I woke up in the morning. And I was like, man, I got to bed pretty early because I felt pretty woozy after those two beers. <laughs> what is my sleep score going to be? And it was absolutely crashed. And I looked up at my ordering stats and like the first like hour and a half that I thought I was supposedly in bed sleeping, I was actually just knocked unconscious. Like I was sedated. <laughs> like it was, I was tranquilized. <laughs> Wait, so like it said that you were awake or it, it said I was awake, <laughs> yeah. but I thought I was sleeping and I thought yeah, I had yeah, a full yeah. night's sleep arrest. So it was like an hour and a half. Sedated, it was yeah. like bright white. You are awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with the aura ring. Like, Dude, it, it knows. It does. It you didn't put input that you drank. No, I. It didn't. just knows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd have to like put a note in after and be like, "Oh yeah, I drank this day. That's why right. I got so fucked up. Just yeah. one or two beers." And that's another thing too. Is also weed. A lot of people think that weed doesn't affect them that much. Weed affects your sleep a lot too. It would be it's crazy to see how long after like my heart rate variability, how long it takes to recover after having a yeah. night like that. Probably like for me, if a heavy heavy drinking would probably be like one to two weeks at least yeah and then two beers about a week right but you know okay the thing with the aura ring and uh just all these trackers in general like the whoop band and stuff like there's there's communities online of people who track this stuff religiously and they could see exactly what caused them to fuck up their sleep and all the things that we talked about today are things that they talk about in the forums like the main thing is just like wake up at the same time every day make sure you're in a cool like all these exact same things. And these are people who've been tracking these metrics for years. So, yeah, this is no bullshit. I think everyone knows what to do. They just need to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, just a story of life. How do you lose weight? You just eat less and move more. <laughs> you don't have to pay us to let you know how to do that. How do you want to get more energy the next day? Sleep more the night before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who would have thought that you have to sleep to get more energy? Crazy. But anyway, hope you guys liked this episode. It went way over what I thought it was going to go over. I was like wrapping it up at one point and then we just kept going. And we'll come back. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hope you guys liked this episode. Um, so that's how you sleep properly. And we'll see you in episode 11. See you guys.